Hello everybody, welcome to the 5 Minutes PM podcast. Today I'd like to continue the podcast about the CAPM credential. Last week I discussed about the value of this credential, the difference between the CAPM and the PMP, and I finished the podcast explaining about the requirements, the secondary diploma, high school or equivalent, or college degree, and 1,500 hours of experience or Three days of training, basically. And this 1500, it's something like, like six, seven months of experience as a team member, not as a project manager, but as a team member. So with that, to apply for the test, you need to pay 225 US dollars for the PMI members. So everybody can become a PMI member and have this benefit or $300 for non-members. And this credential, it's a little bit different from the PMP. After becoming a PMP, you need to keep earning PDUs. You need to train, develop, write articles, attend seminars and congress to keep your credential. And in the case of the CAPM, you don't need to accumulate PDUs. But in five years, you need to retake the exam. So this credential values for five years. After five years, you apply again to keep your credential. Or maybe in five years, if you are in the starting point of your credential, you can apply for the PMP. And to apply for that, you need to do the whole process with another price, a much cheaper price to keep your credential. And let's talk now about the test. The other difference between the CAPM and the PMP is the PMBOK guide. CAPM is 100% based on the PMBOK guide. The PMP, I'm guessing, 35, 30, 35% comes from the PMBOK. 65 to 70% of the PMP exam is from experience, other books, other knowledges, professional responsibility, ethics, But the CAPM is pretty much what is inside the PMBOK guide. If you remember, I have in my download central one big file, one PDF file with all the process flow, not only in English, but also in other languages and where you can see all the 42 process and how they connect to each other to build all the standards that we call PMBOK. So this is the root of all the CAPM exam. So if you read, understand completely what is inside the PMBOK guide, you are more than qualified to apply for the test. The test has 150 questions, but it's not all of them that will need to answer right. Only 135 questions that you can make score. The other 15 questions are placed randomly inside the test and you don't know which are these 15 questions. And they put these questions to prepare and to increase the database of questions for the CAPM credential. And from this 135 questions, 61% is the passing score. It means 83 questions. But because you don't know which are these 15 questions, 
I'm strongly suggesting you that you make all of them right. So 83 plus 15, it's 98. Rounding up, 100. This is the magical number. If you want to pass the CAPM, you need to have 100 in 150 questions. If you receive this score, then you'll be eligible and recognize it as a CAPM. And only one thing, if you study about 60% of the tests coming from five chapters of the PMBOK, the third chapter that builds up all the process that I explained in my process flow, the chapter four, integration, chapter five, scope, chapter six, time, and chapter 11, risk. These five chapters, they cover about 60% of the test. It doesn't mean that the other knowledge areas are less important. I'm just talking that from the exam perspective, these are the most relevant parts of the PMBOK. The test is in English. And if you are not an English speaker, you can have some tips. You can receive some documents with a glossary that you can use. You cannot use dictionary, but you can use this and PMI and the Prometric Centers will provide you with that during your exam to help you to understand. There is no translation for the test like we have in the PMP. To finish this series of podcasts, I'd like only to discuss and to think a little bit about the Valley. Only 12,000 people. It's a huge market for you. If I was leaving the college right now, for sure the CAPM would be the credential that I would be looking for. Why? It's much easier, much faster, and give special recognition to start in the project management field. Sometimes it's too hard to start with the PMP, to start managing a project. It's much easier and better for you to start as a team member. It's a place where you can understand and learn. And the CAPM credential will help you to find and raise value in this arena. So this is the value. So there is a huge potential for the CAPM credential. Think about that. Think about that. I'm suggesting this to all people. Only one big bank in Brazil has about 40% of all CAPMs in Brazil. So this is relevant. And why? Because they are training people to become PMPs and project managers in the future. And this is one of the best ways of doing that. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you next week with another 5 Minutes PM podcast. Bye-bye.